Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media, and we haven't done a Betsy Thomas show in about a week, but we've been really, really busy behind the scenes preparing for other work. Um, now, I want to remind everybody that we are really in a war. It's an information war, and when you when when we do these videos, we put memes scrolling by, and we're not doing it to confuse you. Some of you say you can't watch the memes. And listen at the same time, well, don't watch the memes. You see, a well-crafted, strategically placed meme is a very important weapon that all of us can use in the information war. So if you have a, a, a computer that you're using when you watch these, all you need to do is get a snipping tool. You can download them. They're all free. And then when you see a meme that you think that your circle of influence, your audience might resonate with, get a picture, get an image of it, and use it and fire it away. Now, as an information warrior, you want to keep your information arsenal full with weapons. And these would be articles that disclose truth, that have indictable evidence. They would be memes for people who maybe don't have time anymore to read these big articles, but the memes tell them the truth. Uh, so, Thomas... Now that I got back from the weeds, you've been out in some weeds this week. Let folks know what you've been looking at. Well, your um, your double entendre is not wasted on me. I have been out looking at weed. Well, we know you're very smart. <laughs> and so uh, when you started redoing the Ascension diet, there was a segment that I said should be inserted, and that's the thing that is added on to our immune system. Because as you know, being a naturopathic doctor as you are, and in my studies on these things, we uh, collaborated with people and you created an enzyme uh, supplement. And what we found was that on top of that enzyme, once you get so healthy that the enzyme isn't needed, what happens? Where does that enzyme go? And so we started to notice that there were higher aspects of the immune system uh, purification, you know, the white blood system, the T cells, the macrophages that go and take bad stuff out of your body. Well, what happens once it's taken all the bad stuff out? What happens then? So we started speculating on there being a system beyond the endocrine gland system, and that's the master gland system of the body, the pineal gland, the thyroid, the pituitary, the um, thymus, the some consider pancreas, uh, the adrenals. These are master glands. They're ductless glands, but but inside of them are material that gets excreted that then controls everything in our body, we thought. Then we found out that there's an immune system inside of the gut, inside of your intestines. And then we found out that there are these other receptors and then started looking closely. And what did we find? The endocannabinoid system, which is a system, which is a master gland system on top of the endocrine gland system. So just when you thought the pineal gland was the most highly developed thing there is, well, science found only a few years ago that elements of what seemed to be an immune system were getting beyond the brain-blood barrier, and a thing called anandamide was being found in the brain. Well, anandamide is from CBDs, and CBDs can be found in uh, chocolate and cinnamon and uh, cloves, and but also in cannabis most uh, prevalently. So science, just in the last five years, they, first off, they only knew about this endocannabinol system 
oh, perhaps for about 30 years, but we haven't studied it because nobody has been allowed to study cannabis because it was, uh, you know, class one registered uh, drug and uh, there was all kinds of crimes that were involved in even studying it. So you couldn't study it. And uh, hemp, on the other hand, which is not the psychoactive with THC, this is such confusion to people that we decided to study it. But what we found was our initial insight or imagination of what should be there on top of the endocrine gland system is. It's called endo, it's this uh, uh, endocannabinol system. And many substances go in and act like enzymes, lock and key system, catalyst to boost the system to create homeostasis, but also that's for just CBDs. Okay. You're going in the weeds of the weeds. Oh, I haven't I, even I know, started. I know you haven't even started, but folks, in the description box, I'm going to put a link um, of a compilation article that uh, Douglas wrote to help us all sort this out. And it would be best if folks read that first. And then if, if folks are interested in CBDs and what we're finding out about the endocannabinoid system, put something in the comment boxes and then maybe we'll do a separate audio on that. Because you can get them in Bed Bath & Beyond right now. Yeah. You can get them anywhere. They're infusing it in everything, chocolate-infused CBD. So we wanted to help people understand this, especially people who have, you know, your standard old age pains and to see if this is, is good, whether it works, whether it's pure, whether it's clean, what are the political dynamics, what are the economic dynamics? And it is huge. Of course, as you know, when they legalize cannabis in a state, they usually come out of their debt simply by the fact that they've legalized cannabis in the state. So many states, I forget how many now have legalized it uh, medically. It's uh, basically accepted and it's the new avant-garde medical healing yes and we're going to be going into the details of that but let's see if our audience is even interested if not we'll <clears throat> might have to put that on our other channel so i'd like to get started on the trump tweets of may 22nd a retweet from devin nunes quote warrior for the western alliance looks like a, a little face there why does he wait two months to bring usa this important information and then it's linked getting you to the daily caller uh, uh article about alexander downer so when you go and you look at this article you get to see a film a video of this diplomat used to be one of the highest diplomats in australia high commissioner uh to London, to England, uh, the United <clears throat> Kingdom, at the time of um, his involvement with Papadopoulos. And people say Papadopoulos, but Papas, Papas, Papadopoulos. So Papadopoulos, we call him. But anyway, he met with Papadopoulos, but only after, first off, Alexander Downer is a big fat liar. He just came out and gave his alibi, his lie. He didn't have time to write a book. He took $25 million from Australia, gave it to the Clinton Foundation for AIDS drugs, and then nobody got any drugs. He actually did it multiple times, but I'm about the only person who's going to tell you about that. And the $25 million is the tip of the iceberg. He manipulated so much money out of Australia into the Clinton Foundation, you can't count it. And this is the man then who sent his supposed secretary. No, she wasn't. She's a counterintelligence expert. That's the reason she seduced for Papadopoulos, Erica Thompson, who uh, Alexander Dan Downer will tell you is his secretary. No, wrong. He, at the time, was in London, and his supposed secretary 
Erica Thompson invited Papadopoulos to come to a meeting with Alexander Downer. Downer called the meeting, and this is after Downer met with, of course, Stephen Halper and Andrew Wood and Sir Richard Dearlove and uh, Sir Jeffrey Paddy and Sir Lord Malik uh, Mark Brown. All of these people worked together, and they worked through Hacklet. They worked through Cambridge Intelligence Seminars. They worked the Orbis, Intel- Orbis uh, Business Intelligence Group of Christopher Steele's. Christopher Steele was their lackey. Christopher Steele was a pretty much failed desk-oriented Russian analyst who really was never did anything. And then he got caught up in a, in a few scandals where they said that he did something. And so then he became the FBI's favorite whenever they needed nonsense done. And so he was, in fact, hired by the FBI. Now, remember this. Let's, let's just get this real clear. Here's Alexander Downer saying in his lie, hey, Papadopoulos demanded to, uh, to, uh, to tell me, stuck it in my face, that he uh, that Russia has dirt on Hillary Clinton that they're coming out within a few weeks. No, that's not the way the story went, according to Papadopoulos, who wrote his book on it. And Nunes and Trey Gowdy say, both say that because this was obviously an FBI counterintelligence sting on Papadopoulos, ran out of London, that they're certainly are recordings. Well, Papadopoulos... That would be during the time that Gina Haspel was running that London office. Correct. Gina Haspel has to be part of this. Michael Gaeta from the London uh, U.S. Embassy was also working with them. Arvinder Sambai was the British controller. And the ultimate controller directly to the Queen was the Queen's uh, Crown Prosecutor, Alison Saunders, who had dinner with the Oars four days before the Trump Tower... uh, wiretapping done by the Brits, Robert Hannigan. So I'm naming all these Brits, for God's sake. Would somebody please go after the Brits? Well, listen, Tom, as you know, Camilla and Charles have just invited the Trumps to come for tea after they visit the Queen. You mean poison tea? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, seriously, these people are backed in a corner. They have no way out. They're globalists on the run, and Trump is doing them all in. Literally, the Trump should not drink the tea. Trump should not sleep in any bed that they assign him. It'll have polonium-210 there for you and your wife. Why is he going to Britain? They're our enemy. Because he wants to show the world that the rest of the world loves him and that the entire world is changing. He has changed politics worldwide. He is the new leader of the world, not just the free America, but the free world. And so, you know, MAGA is no longer MAGA. It is a movement to take back your nation from the globalists. Now, let's go on with Alexander Downer. He is a globalist. He is a Clinton supporter. Why would we listen to him? He supposed it. Now, now this, you're not going to believe the story, okay? Erica Thompson is not his assistant. She is a counterintelligence spy. And she seduced Papadopoulos, convinced him to come to a meeting with Alexander Downer. He recorded it on his phone, stuck his phone in Georgie's face again and again, saying, don't you want to know where the 33,000 email... <laughs> We're not going to get that tape, Trey Gowdy and, and, and Devin Nunes. We'd love to get that tape. But these are criminals working under the Five Eyes Agreement. Matter of fact, Alexander Downer, listen to the tape if you want to throw up, have a basket near you so you can throw up. This is a diplomat, so everything he says is a lie, and it's all framed in a lie. But he basically gives his lie, and he says, I didn't do anything, I reported it. No, he reported it two months late. That's what Nunes is all upset about. 
Nunes is saying, uh, why did he report it two months late? I'll explain that in a second. He calls himself, Alexander Downer calls himself a warrior for the Western Alliance. Incorrect. A warrior for the Clinton Alliance and Clinton Foundation. That's what he is. And that's the reason he's no longer in government. When Clinton didn't win, he had to leave because he had so much theft from Australia directly to the Clinton Foundation, he couldn't stay in anymore. So I mean, just he had think to get how out. Pathetic it is that he who used to be hold that position has to go to this lowly meeting with George Papadopoulos and hold a recording device out to try to entrap him. Haculate is the H A K L U L Y U T. Everybody pronounces it different. But it's one of the most corrupt intelligence groups where everybody, after they've been in intelligence in the government, go there and make tons of money running counterintelligence operations against the very organizations that they ran before because they know how they run. They know where their weaknesses are. They know where the loopholes are. That's what he did. Alexander Downer is well known because his best buddy runs Hackluet. Okay? He was also Downer in the Cambridge Intelligence Seminars when Arvinder Sambai was telling Stefan Halper to have George Papadopoulos come over and be part of a whole group. There's a dozen of them, a dozen groups Papadopoulos was accepted into all in London, some of which, like the Valdi Discussion Group, promised through Joseph Mifsud, who Joseph Mifsud also gave his assistant to Papadopoulos, and Papadopoulos married her, Simona, and don't forget that Stefan Halper gave his assistant, supposedly, to Papadopoulos. Azra Turk, who wasn't his assistant, she was an FBI counterintelligence agent went, sent over to work with Stefan okay, Halper. and that name is Azra Turk, because you said it very quickly. A-Z-R-A-T-U-R-K. Right. Now, according to PAP, according to Georgie Porgy, Erica Thompson could speak English. She had to arrange the meeting with uh, Alexander Downer, which, of course, was told by Andrew Wood, the former ambassador to Russia, told McCain. So McCain was in on this from the beginning. <laughs> and McCain sent his guy, Kramer, to get a copy directly from London, from Christopher Steele. He's the one who gave it to BuzzFeed. That's how it got the big mistake got happened. that happened, that they released it. They were never supposed to release it. It was supposed to be a smear campaign, October surprise. Hey, hey this sounds like a movie treatment. Oh, it's I don't beautiful. know if anybody will buy this story. <laughs> No, no one would buy this. Papadopoulos was the most naive subject of a counterintelligence operation I've ever seen in my entire life. Even in a book, no matter what, you can't make this up. A cartoon couldn't be this bad. Azra Turk supposedly could barely speak English. <laughs> and so it was okay for George and Pellow Talk to tell her that he wanted those 33,000 emails because she was wearing a wire the whole time, Georgie. I don't know where it was on her, but you can bet. Okay. You can. Here's, here's the facts. Simona was Stefan Halper's assistant. She was wearing a wire, Georgie. Azra Turk was wearing a wire, Georgie. The assistant, Stefan Halper. Erica Thompson was wearing a wire, Georgie. The assistant to supposedly Alexander Downer. Alexander Downer was wearing a wire, Georgie. Stefan Halper was wearing a wire the many, many times that he met with you. Uh, again, uh, who else was there? There was Sergey Millian tried to get you to admit to it. Um, don't know if Henry Greenberg got to you, but uh, we sure know that... Um, who else would have gotten to you? Um, there were many people that were trying to get Georgie on. to say one thing, yeah. and he wouldn't say it. Good for him. I want the 33... 
thousand missing emails that Hillary deleted because why? Supposedly the Russians hacked them. Well, stop, 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 stop. The we don't need people, to go through though, how they didn't. All right, everybody understands that's a stupid thing. All right, but okay. keep going. So good old Georgie Porgy and the fact that Alexander Downer is coming out, basically calling him a liar, saying that George was the one insisting that Downer get this dirt on Hillary. Okay, let's just let's just hold the horses for a second here. First off, Georgie Porgy's attempts to get him to admit this was long before a crossfire hurricane was opened in late July 2016 by John Brennan, who has already testified multiple times and said it many times that there was no, and Devin Nunes has, has said this many times in open uh, statements to the press, there was no intelligence that's true. To start the crossfire hurricane. There is no intelligence on that side, is there really? Now, Mark, mark this. You cannot open a counterintelligence operation unless a crime was committed, and there was none. Later, later, John Brennan tried to blame it on uh, Victoria Newland, saying that she got a call from Estonia <laughs> saying that the Russians had a compromised material on Trump, a PP document. So he then, John Brennan, paid Sergei Millian and anybody $100,000 to go to Europe and search everywhere, especially Russia. And so he, all the Russian spies, everyone that McCain could pull out, every Russian spy, Felix Sater, the was an FBI Russian asset. Sergei Millian was an FBI Russian asset. Carter Page was an FBI asset who had been used against the Russians and then was used to be sent in as a spy, but he didn't even know it. Uh, Mifsud, Joseph yes, Mifsud, and the, and that's the FBI point. paid asset. Yes, Stephen Alper. Devin Nunes lately has been asking, who did Mifsud work for? All right, this is critical. Mifsud worked for us. Yes. Just like Stephen Halper. And guess but, who they right, pay him all through? But Mueller interviewed him, right? Yes. But was he a Russian spy? Yeah. No. Well. But he said he was in the report. That's right. But he interviewed a Russian spy right, right there in Washington, right D.C. So, so why didn't he Didn't take arrest him? him. Didn't arrest him? Didn't indict him. Whoa. And then he came up missing after <laughs> the Democratic National Committee, Podesta and Hillary, sued him and a bunch of other people, including Trump, for the nastiness they did to them by stealing those Russian uh, hacking that they stole, right? There was no theft. There was no hacking, and that lawsuit has been thrown out. But in it, it stated Joseph Misu was presumed dead. We now hear from Papadopoulos that Joseph Misu, through his Italian connections, through his now wife, Simona, who was Joseph Misu's secretary, <coughs> we now know that literally the previous foreign uh, minister of Italy was the first person he met when he went to Link campus uh, there in Rome, which was the place that they trained Western intelligence, and where Michael Gaeta was his handler, who is, of course, lying and cheating an FBI intelligence counter, counterintelligence person in Rome, shouldn't be there, in the embassy, which is lying and cheating, going to a university that was an open Western intelligence training university, which was all fake, paid for by a Russian, Stefan Rowe, and so, literally, who was who was Mifsud working for? Stefan Rowe. Well, who does Stefan Rowe work for? Himself. 
and the Brits and the and the Russians. He married one of the best uh, Russian he, fashion uh, designers in the world. Didn't you? Wait, 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 wait. But was, isn't he connected to the Knights of Malta? He's a Knight of Malta. He's also a, a Baron in, in 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 England. He's allowed to own nuclear power plants. He is allowed. He owns uh, the uh, Link University campus there in Rome, which is supposed to be an affiliate of the uh, the University of Malta, which it is not. My goodness, how come John Solomon isn't breaking this story to us? Because they are the limitations of what they want you to know. They are the tail that wagged the dog. They are the box they want to keep you in. We, we, we haven't even touched on this. There's a fourth one I don't even want to mention because I don't want to get Papadopoulos in even more trouble with his wife. Go but it doesn't it. matter because she's your handler. You just don't seem to know it, Pap. You, you'll interview with anybody, but you won't interview with me because I'm going to ask you all these questions. How did you not know Erica Thompson was setting you up? You were a nobody. How did you not know Stefan Halper was paying you $3,000 to set you up to come to an intelligence meeting to get pictures of you with who? Arvinder uh, Mifsud, Arvinder uh, uh, Sambai, uh, Zainab Ahmad, uh, Andrew Weissman, all the... Uh, we're talking about John Brennan was a personal friend of Joseph Mifsud. Personal friend. Why do we know this? When John Brennan was in Saudi Arabia and Riyadh, he literally got Mifsud the contracts to train Saudi, intelli Saudi Arabian intelligence. He was the Western trainer for Saudi Arabian intelligence because, hey, they're basically, remember, don't, let's not forget they're Wahhabists, which basically means that whether they're labeled as so, they are uh, radical Islamic terrorists. And so we couldn't train them. But Mifsud was training them. Mifsud is a connection between British and American Western intelligence some acting like he's got connections to Russia, which he does not. He has no connections to Russia, except for the Valdi discussion group, which uh, he's a member of. So what? Once a year, they're in the room with Putin in a meeting. That's his connection. That's like saying Felix Sater had connections with Russia. He was going to get the, the Russian Moscow Trump Towers, which is insane, because if you look into what Cohen and Felix were doing, they were calling cold call numbers of people in Russia that they didn't know, but they were telling Trump that they literally knew Putin and they were going to get this deal just as Joseph Mifsud and the Italian foreign minister, ex-foreign minister, told George Papadopoulos, okay, let's go there. Olga Polonskaya was supposedly the niece of Putin who George Papadopoulos had a relationship the very first night that he was sent there by Arvinder Sambai and was being uh, handled by Michael Gaeta and, and meeting with top Italian intelligence officers, Western intelligence officers, and Joseph Mifsud, the person who went between all of them because he is a complete fake fraud phony. He is a Western intelligence plant. He is there for things exactly what just happened. That's why he is in the Knight of Malta's magisterial headquarters, which is a free zone. It is a sovereign nation, right? Just like the Vatican City is a sovereign nation, the Knights of Malta have theirs, and so the Templars have theirs. That's where he's been the whole time. I told you this from the beginning. The conclave okay. told right. knew this. Cut. Cut. Now that scene is over. And then we're going to flash to the next scene where Jim Jordan is questioning Mueller because Nadler won't let this go and he wants Mueller to testify. And look at all the stuff that Jim can ask Mueller. Like, 
What's up with Mifsud? Is he a Russian spy or not? Jim's going to go through a calendar that's going to prove that everything we said in our articles from January of 2017, before the inauguration, is true. Because Christopher Steele was being paid from February. And they already knew their plan in December of 2015 because we saw Comey coming out and spilling the beans in the very beginning of January 2017 before the inauguration. He came out and said he met with the DNC and the White House. And we now know that meeting happened because Susan Rice uh, memorialized it. Jerry Nadler doesn't know all of this. And so he wants Mueller to testify because he thinks Mueller's holding back on him. McCain and his group working with Podesta and Hillary and the FBI and the CIA and Clapper and Brennan and the whole group were all working together. This is now a known fact. They even would turn off the monitors in the ready room when they'd have these special meetings so that you wouldn't know who was there. You couldn't (laughs) see what was talking, but you would be able to see their lips so later you'd be able to do an analysis of what was really said when it went to court. So they turned that off. They don't ever turn that off. They do if it involves treason. Correct. That would basically be your earmark of treason. So here's Papadopoulos in Rome thinking he's having sex with Putin's niece and he's got the in to Russia. Okay, okay. Remember, that was secondary. That was after the fact. That was the best they could do when they couldn't get a FISA warrant on Carter Page as the setup, which was the 28 crimes of Comey that we've described. He had 28 different things he was doing. Brennan was jealous. Clapper was jealous. The State Department was jealous. The FBI was jealous. So Clapper, uh, so Brennan set up his own interagency group and made it official called the Crossfire Hurricane. With no intelligence, with no evidence, with a rumor through Victoria Newland that there was a PP, doc, the PP tape. I've seen the PP tape. It is in Trump. It is in a nice hotel. And those are some... Um, anyway, so let's just say that was it. Okay, that wasn't even from the Russians. Remember that Putin wanted Hillary to be reelected because he was already making untold billions because she wanted to be a Russian oligarch, just like um, the guy from Hermitage, uh, Bill Browder. She And she was going to be, you know, Hillary would have been a new Russian oligarch, a new Chinese member to the Communist uh, Committee, which she already was because she's on Walmart and she sold out America's manufacturing. And by the way, gotta say this, New York Times, you lying piece of junk, we've already dissembled your lies that there's one mile of wall built. No, you're a liar. You know how many miles have been knocked down and and already been completely uh, renovated and will will stay in that condition? Over 700 miles. Well, only idiots read the New York Times at this point. Look, we've only done one tweet. We've got a a few more to go. Well, you said I could go out uh, out there. So don't forget the beautiful Olga, the beautiful Azra, the beautiful Erica, and the beautiful Simona. And George Papadopoulos didn't know he was being set up. Now, here's when Georgie knew he was being set up. And this is so beautiful. Let me give you the timeline a little bit. I always wondered why his book got done so quickly. He didn't write that book. That was what he gave. Those were from tapes he probably did with his lawyers. And uh, a publicist who was sitting right next to his lawyer when they did that because they knew he's worth. he, He is the linchpin here. 
okay? Because Carter Page wouldn't roll over and sue Michael Isakoff, which he said he was going to when he was acting as if he was innocent. Now we know he's been paid off and he's been threatened as an FBI asset. He is a... He was currently an FBI asset the entire time they sent him in on the Trump team, Carter Page. And they, the dossier was supposed to be the justification for Carter Page. Has nothing to do, that's Russia oil, has nothing to do with the frame-ups of Papadopoulos, which we paid Stephen Halper $1.4 billion, $1.4 million through three separate intelligence agencies. I saw the reports he turned in for that money. Those aren't even his areas of expertise. It looks like he took it from a magazine. But what did he really do? Remember, he has three rogue CIA banks. Stefan Rowe, when he works with rogue CIA uh, organizations like Link Campus, Link University Campus, uh, Campus University, excuse me, in Rome, that is his. He owns it. Stefan Rowe owns that. Stefan Rowe was trying to get his foot in the door of Western intelligence because that's where the big money is. That's where counterintelligence is. That's where you go out and you start the wars. But you know ahead of time you started them so you know who to bet on beforehand because you're actually driving the wars. And because it is Western intelligence and particularly counterintelligence that runs propaganda has ever since 9-11. The moment 9-11 happened, there was no more war anywhere except against our created and manufactured Al-Qaeda and the not manufactured uh, uh, radical Islamic terrorism, which is found in all of the radicalized forms of uh, Islam, which is all over the world that Islam exists, including America, especially uh, the training camps in uh, New York State. And now it looks like the Minneapolis and probably the entire state of Minnesota. So we're going to lose one state at a time to this uh, invasion. But what is going on with Alexander Downer is he has to get out in front of the narrative. This is his spin to try to get his alibi out there. But remember, they knew, on July, uh, what is it, the very late July 2016, they opened Crossfire Hurricane with no evidence which is illegal. I mean, there needed to be a crime for there to be a counterintelligence operation, which then turned into the excuse to spy on Trump and everyone in the Trump campaign. But hey, that was already being done by the Carter Page involvement from uh, early January of 2016. Uh, Trump, we know from William Binney from Project Hammer that Trump was already being surveilled long before the election. So, you know, to say that people aren't being surveilled is just stupid. Of course they were being surveilled. And of course it was illegal. And of course Clapper needs to go to jail for his lies. And of course, of course they knew that the FISA court was completely slanted. They never turned down a FISA court warrant, no matter who it was on. So people want have a yet to say, well, wait a second. Why wasn't there a FISA court warrant on Papadopoulos? And people ha- actually have insinuated that, but they didn't go there. Why? They didn't need it. He was already being surveilled. Secondly, they didn't use those FISA court attempts to get a warrant. Those were their insurance policy. They wouldn't have said insurance policy if it was the plan. That was plan B or C or D. So what did they have? National security letters. Eventually that will all come out, but you're not going to hear it anywhere but here. And I think I've heard uh, Dan Bongino once 
say it after we harped on it for a week saying, look, I'm so two years have been saying this. National security letters. When is Judicial Watch going to FOIA all national security letters? The only thing, it'll be just like the FISA court warrant applications, which never went to a hearing. It will have the content that we want to see because it will show that this was a British invented, a British driven uh, spying and attempt to overthrow America during an election and then a, a sitting president that was driven by Hillary Clinton and her weaponized Democratic okay, but, but intelligence community. I have heard reporters suggest, and I think it was John Solomon who actually made the suggestion that the FBI reached out to the Brits for help. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, flip that around, buddy. I'm so glad you said that because Alexander Downer says, I'm working for the Five Eyes community and I consider myself to be a warrior for Western Alliance. No, that Western Alliance needs to be broken up. It's not Western. It's not an alliance. They're all working against us. There's five eyes. Four of them are trying to poke our eye out. And That's the what Brits this was. initiated this. This was the British. They initiated it. When they were asked to run this counterintelligence, this is really a conspiracy. This is a deep state, because when you say deep state, it goes worldwide. This isn't the shadow government. This is the American shadow government working with the international deep state to overthrow Trump because he was overthrowing the globalists just by his presence. He didn't have to do anything. He didn't have to open his mouth. Just the fact that he was there saying, I'm a capitalist, and now we're actually not going to go with with a, a capitalistic oligarchy. We're going to go with a capitalistic democracy. Oh, shock. And that the republic? Well, we need to have well, real representatives in this just republic. Say he's an, he was an existential threat. And so that's why the orders came from high. And that's why I point to the queen. I point to the pope. And if it was not the two of them, then who was it? So George Papadopoulos, the Crossfire Hurricane was started in July. They did not pick him up for questioning until about six months later. And, and, and then they picked him up about eight months after that at the airport and made a big show and that the whole mainstream media see him get arrested. And of course, he went to jail for a while too because he lied. He lied about Mifsud because he didn't want to tell the truth about his current wife, Simona. I'm sorry I have to say these things. I don't have any pleasure in bashing little Georgie because he was the perfect, useful idiot to be used in this, and the people are now turning him into a kingpin of oil pipelines, along with Carter Page, kingpin of oil pipelines, along with uh, Butina, uh, what's her name, um, Maria Butina, the other, uh, the Russian who infiltrated the NRA, ooh, big oil pipeline kingpin, all lies, they were nothing, they were used, they were toys, they were just puppets, hand They weren't even sock puppets. They didn't have anybody speaking through them. They were just used because they were obviously uh, extraordinarily naive. And as they called Carter Page, a wackadoodle. Oh, shall we move to the next tweet? I don't know. I love the, the George Papadopoulos that he wasn't then. Don't forget this. Then after he was picked up and questioned, right, he went back to Europe and was and was trying to do his thing in in Syria. I mean, in uh, Cyprus, uh, trying to get some of that Cyprus uh, oil from the uh, Mediterranean uh, basin. Uh, but he provides a good distraction and keeps you from looking at the queen. So an agent, 
Oh, by the way, I, uh, so, so these are agents being sent in to get him. We can't even name all the agents. The ones we know, that's a, like a half a dozen, a dozen, paid by us, we the people, sent in by our intelligence agencies to set George Papadopoulos up, and they still couldn't even set him up. So in the end, they had the ultimate setup. When he went out of the country, they sent a FBI counterintelligence spy under the auspices of saying that he was um, an agent of these pipelines, and they gave him $10,000 in cash and said, here, we're going to pay you this every month. So here's your first uh, in cash, American money. Put it in your briefcase, take it home. Well, they were going to arrest him for being a foreign agent who hadn't even filed. Okay, he wants to say he's a big oil guy. He hadn't even filed as a foreign agent for any any country. Cyprus, Israel, anywhere. He was going to bring back this $10,000. They would have got him. That's the limit. You bring 10000 in know, cash. Who doesn't put... know that? Okay. I mean, if you okay. are what right. you say you are, you know that's the limit, Thank right? Thank you very much. I mean, hello. And working with the foreign agent <laughs> because the person they set him up with was, in fact, a spy from another country. So they were going to get him on three things. He comes back to the country, and his very smart wife, Simona, says, leave the $10,000 in a bank account in Cyprus. This is a setup. They're going to put you in jail. And Georgie says, yeah, but I could use that money. And Simona says, I'm going to slap you if you take that money. And so he leaves it there, comes here. They couldn't arrest him. And so their big plan, their big, 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 big frame up didn't work so on then, Georgie Porgy. So then who was Simona working for? That she- Joseph Mifsud. Yeah. So who's she working for? Hello, Joseph Mifsud worked for Britain and a little bit for America because he was here. He was questioned by Mueller. He was in the Capitol building walking all the big Russian spy. Mueller says, Mifsud, the Russian spy, the only thing they have anything to hang on is George Papadopoulos was going to get through the Mifsud Russian spy connection, the 33,000 missing emails, which he never said he wanted. They don't have him on tape saying... And he and they never did give him. And so there was no crime. So there can be no obstruction. There was no crime. There can be no F, uh, CIA counterintelligence operation. There was no crime. There cannot be. Yes, there was. The crime is treason. Yes, from the other side. Yes. Exactly now, as Trump moving says. on to the next tweet. <laughs> okay. Without the illegal witch hunt, my poll numbers, especially because of our historically great economy, would be at 65%. Too bad. The greatest hoax in American history. First off, sir, uh, as you well know, you hear me say it all the time, so I I don't mean to correct you, sir, because you are a stable genius, and and I'm an unstable genius. (laughs) Very unstable, as a matter of fact, and genius of what we don't know. But 65%? No, no, no. You are at 65%. Now, remember, you have 100% of Republicans. So no matter what they say in their poll, if they don't show that every Republican voted yes for you, then the poll's a lie. Now, if this says 65%, yes, well, that would mean 15% of the Democrats would come with you. That's the way it is. First off, it's 100% of the Republicans, okay? And second off... Well, you've got people like Romneys. Those aren't Republicans. Okay, they're rats. They're, they're, they're worse Republicans than rats. They're Republicans against Trump. They're, they're treasonous you got rats, traitors who rhin- want open borders. Rats, rhinos, and Romneys. And I'm talking about all the Romneys. They're George Soros fascists. Yes, Okay. got to so, go. Any, any poll you see, sir, is 10 to 15 points off. You know that. Secondly, your numbers would be at 85% because 98, last time I saw, 98% of the Republicans support what you're doing once you started working on the wall. 
Okay. So 15% of the Democrats will come with you. That means you will have the biggest landslide in American president history as long as we can have paper ballots, which you said you were going to demand to have a backup of. And by the way, thank you for destroying China. We said it from the beginning. You're imploding them. That's why you teased them with $850 billion worth of deals that you backed out on all of because they couldn't meet your requirements because they're liars, cheaters, and frauds. And so the best deal with China, he just said it. Finally, he said what we've said all this time. No deal is the best deal with China. Take back all manufacturing from China. Collapse them or their military will come after us. Okay, and then reading on, also tremendous work is being done on pure renovation, fixing existing walls that are in bad condition and ineffective and bringing them to a very high standard, which you touched on a minute ago. Let me continue reading the next tweet. Much of the wall being built at the southern border is a complete demolition and rebuilding of old and worthless barriers with a brand new wall and footings. Problem is, the haters say that is not a new wall, but rather a renovation. Wrong, and we must build where it's most needed. Before he got the over $1 billion, before he got the military money, he'd already renovated over... He won't say this out loud. Seven, why? He wants them to come to the same holes they've been coming through historically. That's where they get caught. In other words, it's just another port of entry. Why doesn't he build a wall at those places? That is where he's building the wall. That's what's not being reported. So in fact, those holes are being closed as the first priority. And they were first 750 miles, and remember, of the t over 2,000 miles, a lot of it's river and impassable, and, and, and you can't put a wall there anyway. So he's already done his job. Why isn't he harping on that? He's saving that for the final stroke. He wants the crisis to go into everyone's mind, because why? What's happening now? Pelosi, Pelosi gets to say, I never said there wasn't a crisis on the southern border. <laughs> she literally said that the other day. Pelosi, I'm going to repeat that, because these are the kind of lies that just bring the Democratic Party down. No credibility. Lies, lies, lies. And now when she opens her mouth, everyone assumes it's a lie. Assume the opposite. And that's what's happening. No crisis on our southern border, she said. She said she wouldn't give one penny to the wall. She gave a billion and, a, and said no money is going to the wall that doesn't come through House appropriations. Wrong. He, he, he's got $8 billion for the wall now. And only one point whatever came from the Congress. And she gave that money after saying she wouldn't. She said there's going to be no wall. The other wall's already in. She said there'll be no support for the wall. She's a liar. She said the apocalypse has come. She's a liar. She says the impeachment will happen. She's a liar. She said the Mueller report will say that he committed crimes. That she's a liar. So what do we have now? She can't even keep her own people in line. It's falling apart. And Trump is doing this on purpose. He could report to us the true status of the wall. He could report to us that he could just line up the National Guard and stop the invaders, but he can't. He's showing us the weakness of the court system, the weakness of the immigration system, the weakness of the Democrat anarchist party. He's showing all these weaknesses as we approach the 2020 to show that without him, we are totally yes, yes. at a loss. So, I could use a worse so, word, so but you, we are at a loss. So if you understand what Thomas is saying, please don't despair. This is all to wake up people who are not awake yet. And they need to be if we're all going to get this country together moving in one direction forward. One more thing about that is that basically Pelosi and her gang, and remember the Democrats are a gang of wolves. 
Almost none of them can stand on their own. Name a leader in the Democrat Party that has any integrity. None. Can I name the people who are criminal treasons who need to go to jail right now? Yes, don't get me started. I could name at least a few dozen that I can give you the indictable evidence to put them in jail. Okay? So what is going on right now? Why can't we use the FEMA camps to put them away? Well... People ask that all the time. The FEMA we have ca- capacity. Why can't we start locking them up? The FEMA camps were prepared for Hillary to put a lot of us away yes. during the Jade Helm 2015. They moved in the UN equipment. They reinforced all these FEMA camps so that they can handle untold amount of people. I forget the number. It's unbelievable. That was what Hillary was going to do to the dissenters. Okay, I know. I, that was but us. I did have to get you to answer that for a couple of folks. Pe- incorrigibles like myself would have ended up in a, in a nice FEMA camp trying to grow some uh, potatoes. Now, going on, Pelosi has geared everything. They rewrote all the laws, all the rules and house regulations when she came to power so that they could gear everything to nothing but impeachment and insane, insane, insane bills. Bills that we have never seen anything the like of in in U.S. history. Never. They've passed some of those bills, and they're being ignored because the Senate isn't even going to consider them. It's kind of like the New Green Deal bill. Who could possibly vote for that affirmatively? That's completely stupid. So what has she geared everything towards? All the House rules and all the committees of the House rules have all been changed to gear towards a quick form of impeachment before 2020 without a crime. So now the House, because Mueller couldn't find a crime, because Clapper couldn't find a crime, Brennan couldn't find the entire 17 community intelligence committee agencies couldn't find a crime. The two previous investigations are actually technically eight investigations couldn't find a crime. Now the House has to find a crime through Pelosi. There is no crime. She cannot reach her agenda of impeachment, and she is now probably just going to have a heart attack right in front of us because it just shows that everything they do is exactly what Trump says in the next, uh, or is, is Trump quotes in the next tweet. They have no credibility. They are at their end. These are the dying throes of the anarchist, Democrat, socialist, fascist party. Whew. Everybody, including me, thought that when the $40 million Mueller report was released with no collusion and no obstruction of a crime caused by others, that was the end. But no, the Democrats want to keep it going in an effort to help them in 2020. Bad for the country. There's going to be a red wave. And the red wave is because the Democrats are out there drowning themselves. They're out there in the blue ocean. and They don't know how to swim. They don't have a plank in their platform. They have nothing but resistance. And resistance only gets the people who are criminals who are or low disinformation people, uh, low information or disinformation people, people who are swayed by the pathetic yellow journalism. And that's what this is. It's nothing more than using the mainstream media. Well, we'll go there in a minute, but for instance, one of the reasons that hemp was not allowed to be grown in America is because you can make paper out of it. And William Randolph Hearst, along with Pulitzer, were the two yellow journalists And what did they have their money in? Lumber. Because why? They cut down the trees to make their newspapers. And so they wouldn't allow hemp to come into this country, though it is the the, the oldest agricultural product ever cultivated and can be used for everything from food to clothing. And it makes the best rope. The best rope and the best paper and clothes. And and the food from it uh, and the medicine from it is beyond imagination, which we may do a a video on soon. But the point is... Yellow 
journalism. The mainstream media are the Democratic Party. Every time they come on, they should say this is a paid political announcement. And if they don't, then it is a crime against the Federal Elections Commission. And that's the truth. And when Facebook or Google or Gmail or anything is weaponized against one party, that is, of course, illegal. That is racketeering, demonstrates the monopoly, and it is an antitrust lawsuit, as well as it's simply criminal. So I think we are basically, Trump is giving them enough rope to hang themselves, but you watch what happens. right? Yeah, hemp rope. Uh, You watch what happens in the six months before the election. It is going to be unbelievable how many people are going to fall. Uh, final one for us today. The This is a quote, and it comes from Michael Goodwin, the New York Post. It says, quote, the Democrats are in danger of becoming irrelevant because of their decision to keep taking the country on wild goose chases. They ought to start governor, governing, you know, for a change. But the funny thing is, is Michael Godwin, I'm just going to, New York Post, he's probably on the liberal side, and he probably has no clue why the key Democrats like Pelosi and Schumer are doing this. He doesn't understand, Michael, that these guys are fighting for the new world order. It is on its last breath. They're going to jail. This, These aren't wild goose chases. This is treason. This is sedition. These are traitors. So when I see people say uh, nice remarks like this, you go, oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Nice isn't what we need. We need someone to squish these people. We need someone to say, uh, but wait a second, that isn't what you said under testimony. That's what they need to say to Brennan. I got Brennan on a dozen lies because he was on mainstream media saying those lies. Yes. Clapper, oh, dozens of lies. Why don't they go to jail? Michael Horowitz, end your stupid Department of Justice Office of Inspector General investigation, which is going to be nothing but junk and Hoover go jump in the lake, and uh, John Durham, you better do your job. Bill Barr, we are counting on you. Bill, here's the deal. We hadn't decided on who will be the president after Trump, but if you put our list of 36, you put half those people in jail, you will be the president after Trump. That's a fact.